Hi there, I want to take a few minutes to talk about something that is very current in our culture, our nation. Here in toward the end of November, almost to Thanksgiving. And you can see the title is Cultural War About Gender and Marriage, a very current issue. And to start out, it's quite clear that our modern culture is emphasizing feelings to determine truth rather than focus on objective and external reality. So we tend to reject any religious or governmental rules or even scientific truths that interfere with what I feel is true. My feelings are ultimately what makes truth. Okay. We had a teacher when Marcia and I were newly married at the church we attended in suburban Washington, D.C., and uh, it was actually a woman teacher, uh, very bright, and she taught these principles. She says, what the world says is not necessarily true, but not necessarily not true either. But you determine whether or not it's true by seeing if it's consistent with what the Bible, the Word of God, says about that issue. And then Francis Schaeffer, another a great guy that greatly influenced my life. Uh, he, he used the term true truth. Um, and he said, true truth is often counterintuitive. It feels that tr the truth is, is this way, but true truth, based on the Word of God, is to the contrary. Here's just some uh, somewhat humorous examples. You know, the sun rises, the sun sets. Heavier objects obviously fall faster than light ones. I mean, come on. And when I'm in a chair, I'm I'm virtually mo motionless. Okay. So the sun rises and the sun sets. I mean, that's what it obviously looks like, right? Rises in the east, sets in the west. The reality is that the earth is rotating and it, the sun is pretty much fixed and the earth is turning and that's what makes it look that way. Duh. And heavier objects are going to fall faster than light. Once you got a feather versus a hammer, that hammer is going to hit the ground first. Duh. Unless you're in a vacuum. Gravity makes all objects, light and heavy, fall at exactly the same rate. And uh, so if you get air pressure out of there, they're going to hit the ground at the same time. And here's the third uh, feeling. Here I am in a chair, virtually motionless. Yeah, right. Reality, folks, you're traveling right now about 66,000 miles an hour as we circle the sun every year. So the question is, are we Christ followers humble enough to trust the truth of what God says in his word more than our fickle feelings? Or in our desire to be nice, do we have to bind everything the people of our world say about things because they feel so strongly about them? And we don't want to hurt their feelings, cause them emotional pain. So let's look at this area of gender. Um, culture tells us gender is fluid. There's no sharp lines of distinction, just a myriad of gradations. There's a gender spectrum there. And then they ask the question at the bottom, where on the spectrum might your gender be? They got G.I. Joe on the far right and Barbie on the far left. Newsflash, God make, made just two very distinct genders, male and female. Uh, from Genesis 1, God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them male and female. He created them. God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth, subdue it by having male and female, and by them coming together physically, they can create children. 
bottom line marriage is only between male and female. And Jesus said these words. People try to say, well, that was Old Testament. And now, you know, come on, we, we got to be nice. Well, that's what Jesus said. Haven't you read that at the beginning, the creator made them male and female and said, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife and the two will become one flesh. Again, with the potential of creating a new life, children. So they're no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. That is what marriage is. Some folks uh, do struggle with their gender. We need to lovingly share with them, pray for them. This is a great resource in his image. You can get it, uh, this video in his image, uh, dot movie. Uh, James Dobson said, every pastor, counselor, and layman should watch it. It is an excellent film. Culture has changed so rapidly on this issue of gender and what constitutes marriage. In 1996, that's uh, just like 29 year, 26 years ago, excuse me, an overwhelming vote uh, by an overwhelming vote in both House of Representatives and the U.S. Senate, Congress sent to President Bill Clinton, a Democrat, of course, the Defense of Marriage Act for his signature. He signed it on September 21, 1996. However, 19 years later, in 2015, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled in the Obergefell case that the Defense of Marriage Act was unconstitutional, that our Constitution, the 14th Amendment, passed in 1868, which says nothing about marriage, um, that somehow that requires uh, same-sex marriage. And so they declared the Defense of Marriage Act unconstitutional. And now, in, in 2022... Congress is soon to pass and send to President Joe Biden the Respect Respect for Marriage Act. Not Defense of Marriage, but Respect for Marriage Act. Just as the Defense of Marriage Act was passed by an overwhelming majority in both houses of Congress, the Respect for Marriage Act is similarly strongly supported by virtually all Democrats and many Republicans. And it's going to basically uh, enshrine uh, same-sex marriage into into our laws and what will this mean for churches and religious nonprofits that hold to the biblical view of gender and marriage uh, well there's some boilerplate language in the respect for marriage act that seems to protect religious rights of individuals and organizations the language is limp at best as lawyers have looked at it we christ followers are already viewed as haters and bigots and it could easily get much more challenging in the coming days. So that's where we're at, my friends. The question is, will we cave into the pressure to keep from getting persecuted? Or will we lovingly continue to live and speak the truth of God's word to our declining culture? And certainly it's what our brothers and sisters in Iran, China, North Korea, Afghanistan, other uh, communist countries have been doing. So this is what I'd say to all of us. Um, let me uh, get back on the screen here and just say, we need to stand together, brothers and sisters. We may be a minority that are willing to do that. But we again, not hating the, the people that disagree with us. We're going to love them. Jesus says, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you but we're still going to stand for the truth in love. That Jesus Christ, that God the Father created a male and female. 
And that that's what marriage is to be between a male and a female born that way. We can have different feelings. Again, we need to have compassion for people that struggle with the gender that God has given them. But God can deliver people from lies. And uh, we need to pray toward that end. And we need to stand together in love and in courage. Let me just close this in prayer. Lord, help us. These are challenging days. America has changed so quickly in so few years, but we just pray that you would would, uh, give us the courage uh, and the power of the Holy Spirit to love our enemies, pray for those who persecute us, and stand for truth in love for your glory and your honor and your praise. Amen. God bless you. Thanks for joining us. For more information, go to grandawakening.org. That's grandawakening.org.